<laughs> you can't beat the classics. What's up, everybody? It's premiere episode number five of You Can't Beat the Classics podcast. Uh, George and I are the movie theater goers of the podcast. What's going on, George? What's up, Jan? All right. So we uh, went to the movie theaters this past weekend, and uh, we saw the next edition in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So we saw Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, directed by Sam Raimi. Yes, Sam Raimi back back in the back in the director's chair. Dude, he hasn't directed a he hasn't directed a movie. Go ahead, sorry. <laughs> he Sam Raimi hasn't directed a a movie. Like never mind like this a movie period in a long, long time. I'm not going to lie. I was really concerned when they announced Sam Raimi because he wasn't the first director on this, right? Wasn't it? So it was the first director was the, the guy who did the first Doctor Strange. Yeah. And then. And like, then he dropped out. Like late though in production, right? Like they had already started filming and he dropped I, I, out. I think fairly late. So they were kind of like, they were kind of scrambling for a director. Right. Um, and yeah, so the last movie Sam Raimi did was, uh, Oz in 20, in 2013. Oh, Jesus Christ. Was and that then the before, one with James Franco? Yeah. And then before that was an, was another one, uh, drag me to hell and then Spider-Man three. So it's been a long time. <laughs> Sam Raimi being announced was horrifying not because of like any other reason other than how he left the taste in my mouth for the third spider-man i was i was realistically very concerned about sam raimi um but then i heard he didn't change much of what the original idea was he just went with the creative ideas of marvel so whatever creative differences marvel had with the original director he was on board with so it's like "Mm." I was able to swallow it. And then you see the trailer and it's like, yeah, man. Yeah. So I think, so he probably, he must've stuck with a lot of what they originally had planned, but he put his twist on it. You see a lot, you see a lot of things in this movie. I I think that are, uh, you can definitely credit to him. Yeah. Like if you're familiar with his work. The middle, the middle, when after you met the Illuminati, when she's chasing them in, and I'm not going to bounce around the movie too much. I'm just th- th- that one part under the subway tunnel or under the river tunnel or whatever. Oh, that, when, when she's chasing them. That was like vintage Sam Raimi. I was like, oh yeah. my God, that was so scary. Um, the jump scares. <laughs> There, there were a few good jump scares in there. Yeah, this, this was all right. Right off the bat, I'll say... I was super excited for this one, and I, and I enjoyed it. I thought I thought everybody I thought everybody did an excellent job with this. Sam Raimi included. You know, he hasn't directed a movie in a long time. Uh, he did a good job. Right. Yeah. I mean, 
all in all, I thought it was great. I've saw it twice, and I thought, you know, I thought there were areas it could have been a little better. But for the most part, like Rotten Tomatoes gave it a seventy-five. That's disgusting. It should have wow, been. Wow, that's low. It should have been high eighties, low nineties. I'm wondering why that is. So I, I, I think as we go along, we kind of wonder, like, what are people mad about? So I just don't think critics get the fan service. They don't put like the fan service because it didn't Endgame get like a high seventy, low eighty from something the, the like that. Critics. Yeah. I just don't think like if you're not following these stories and you're not like paying attention, the shit just goes over your head, right? Like yeah. Captain Carter makes an appearance in this live action Peggy Carter. And you know, this wasn't for me. I thought that was one of the negatives. But for for fans of the character, that that's a huge fan service moment right there. And not only do you yeah. see her, you see her in action. Uh I thought that was pretty cool. I mean, maybe some of the negative is it is very dark and it is very not family friendly. So yes. maybe maybe someone <laughs> in there brought their kids thinking like, oh, it's going to be great to take my kids to. This is not, I'm not a parent, but I would never bring my, anyone under 10 to see this movie. And I've had to nah, explain that. No, nah, probably not. Well, I, I've seen some debate like, oh, the, this movie, like just like a hot debate on like, you know, like IGN or something like that. Oh, should it have been rated R? I'm like, no. I'm like R, but no, I'm like, dude, I'm like a Marvel um, MCU movie is never going to be rated R, even if it pushes the edge like like this did, which was which was surprising at a lot of parts. But uh, I liked it. I just think like one of the critiques we have on our other podcast, right, that you can't beat the classics is when when you, you watch the trailer, you're sold on an idea when you spend your money on your movie ticket. I don't think we got what we paid for, but this time it was a good thing, right? Yeah. I didn't pay to see Reed Richards live. I didn't know that was going to happen. And it happened. And right there was worth the price of admission. To hear one simple monologue from John Krasinski playing Reed Richards, that was worth the price of admission. And that's the type of fan service that I don't think Rotten Tomatoes really factors in. So, like, if you're a fan of like looking at Rotten Tomatoes on whether or not you want to spend your money, you just can't for like the Batman for like Marvel. Yeah. Movies. You just can't rely on Rotten Tomatoes. And they used to be really good. The audience score kind of balances it out because it's like, this is what the fans actually think. But like, that's not up until after all the spoilers are out. So yeah, it, it's tough. It's a shade of gray, if you will. <coughs> uh, all right. So I, uh... These these episodes are tougher because we don't have anything to write down, you know, as we're watching the movie. So it bounce around a little bit. But I mean, pretty much the story is uh, there's a girl named America Chavez that can uh, that can jump from universe to universe. But she doesn't know. It's kind of it's whenever she gets scared. But she doesn't know how to utilize that. So uh, Dr. Strange. uh our universe is Doctor Strange. It's going to get confusing. Uh, has to help her. So, well, this was a surprising part of the movie for me because I think going into this movie, I was kind of wondering, who's the villain? 
They they kind of told you that Scarlet Witch was the villain going in. Like everyone said, Scarlet Witch is like the villain, and I yeah. remember talks of like I remember like kind of disregarding it. Like oh, they'll fight and then they'll get back together and then it'll all be good. But remember, Nightmare was supposed to be the big villain, and he was the first monster in the beginning, and then you never see him again. It's all Wanda. Yeah, yeah. Well, like so, I was I was thinking. Uh... What was the one? What was the villain that they kept thinking would pop up in WandaVision and he never did? Oh, uh, Mephisto. Yeah. So, like, I, like I think that idea was thrown around. Uh, so yeah. So going into this movie, I, I wondered who the villain was. So Doctor Strange finds Wanda and he explains the situation to her, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it's in this moment where he's like, where she drops, she drops America Chavez's name, and Doctor Strange is like. I didn't tell you her name. So, and, and that's when you find out Wanda is the one that's after America. The first time I saw this, again, I saw it twice. Uh, the first time I saw this, I remember, like, I heard the name, her say the name, and I was like, he didn't say the name. Yeah. And then all, all of a sudden, it just quickly was just like, oh, I'm not good at lying. But then the second time I saw it, I was like, why didn't Strange like prepare for battle? Like, was he going to keep prodding her to see how much of the plan he could get before leaving? Like, like why mm. did that that whole beginning part made sense up until if you rewatch it up until she says the name and you would think being somewhat of a detective, right? Like he, he knows all the mystical arts. He would try to prod her to see like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll bring her here. Yeah, no problem. Uh what else you got going on around here, huh? <laughs> but he didn't. He kind of just let it go. And it was like, yeah. I, I get that that part was kind of rushed. The second time through when you watch it, that part's kind of rushed. It could have been a really interesting, like, Joker, Batman type Heath yeah. Ledger moment. But, like, it, it, they rushed that part, which I know some of my friends have said that that was a negative. And I'm like, honestly, with all the content they had to get through, I'm okay with them rushing that part. Like, him just making a mistake. Like, he's human, right? He makes yeah, mistakes. Yeah. So I was okay with it, but like when you look back on it the second time through, and well, and if you go see it a second time, let me know. But like watching it, it's like he he realizes immediately, but he's just like, well, okay. Also, too, like um, he's dealing with Wanda, and you know, like it was surprising to see her as the villain. And first off, as the villain, I thought she was great. She's, she's scary, a good. Though. She's a good villain, and and she shows like. Like, I think, you know, she shows, like, how powerful she is in this movie. <laughs> like, she could have she could have killed Thanos. And, and if Endgame played out a little bit differently, she would have just she would have mopped the floor with Thanos. So I the think. only the only issue I have with this movie and, and well, not the only issue, but like there's three issues. <laughs> one, was, one was strange in hers first conversation. I thought that could have been handled differently, but I'm OK with it. The second was, I think some of this should have been a part of WandaVision. I think I think mm. you should have taken some of this and made it an episode of WandaVision, or you should have done, you know, a, a longer end credit scene or something to kind of insinuate, you know, her actual new strength because she is on another level. Like, we've had debates over who's the strongest person. When you watch this, there's no debate. Wanda is <laughs> is the biggest dick in the room and she's not even standing in it right like she yeah. is huge um 
and it was so cool. We're gonna skip for a second. You you know she's strong because she she defeats everyone in Comertage in a minute. In a yeah. minute, she takes yeah. down Comertage. Like this thing is stronghold fortified by all these sorcerers and the sorcerer supreme and sorcerer supreme B, right? Because Strange isn't technically the sorcerer supreme. Yep. And she walks through it. She just fucking walks through it. And what made that even more badass was her prelude to walking through Comertage. She's like, this is me being reasonable. And it's like, zoink, Scooby-Doo. <laughs> she fucking walks through Comertage. And then you're like, okay, well, maybe the Comertage is where the, the sorcerers learn, right? That's where Strange went. He couldn't even make a fucking circle with the sling ring. Whatever. Yeah. Maybe the Comertage thing is tainted. Then, fast forward, she takes on the Illuminati. Not is even she- five minutes. She not even br- brutally murdered the entire yeah, Illuminati. Like, the the most I've never I've been a part of almost every single Marvel movie premiere. I've never heard the crowd scream in excitement and awe in horror so quickly in my entire life. <laughs> like <laughs> the Illuminati was there and just like that they were gone. And gone. <laughs> you know, they were they were gone gone. So, um, yeah, I thought she was broken, like broken power wise, totally overpowered in this movie and no one could stop her. But that does lead me in to the biggest like nitpick I have of this movie. And maybe I'm overreacting, but I thought in this movie, the linear plot is you got to stop Wanda, right? Wanda's breaking the multiverse to get this girl so that she can be with her children she made up in her head. Yeah. Um. And I thought the connection they make with the the dreams, like when you dream, it's actually you looking at yourself in the multiverse. Mm-hmm. So you're watching another universe. So she dreams of her children, whatever. Meanwhile, the subplot is Strange's character development, and he can't get the girl. He can't, you know, be trusted in other multiverses because, in air quotes. They say he's always got to be the one holding the knife. As in, if in surgery, he's got to be the one cutting someone open. He's got to be the one putting the bones back together. He's always got to be the guy. Yeah. And this didn't resonate with me, and it confused the shit out of me because one of the examples they bring up very early too at Christine's wedding, they even make the first mention of it is with Thanos. He just handed over the time stone. Right. That was that was interesting to me. I thought that was a cool conversation that I wish they stuck on a little longer. Yeah. Because it took me a second to realize that that's the doctor from the first one that he humiliates because the guy left a bullet in the brain. Mm-hmm. Um, but in that metaphor, he gave up the time stone to let the Avengers do their job. So like he wasn't the one cutting or holding the knife. And then the other example they used was with Christine where he always had to make the say but like he saved the world and then disappeared for five years because he died so i'm not sure like maybe before he became sorcerer supreme he was a dick yeah but like after that he was kind of more than reasonable and he showed that with spider-man trying to help spider-man out and yeah the whole the whole holding the knife metaphor to make strange like it, it felt out of place I, I think why that conversation in the beginning was so important because, like, I think nobody nobody in this universe will understand what Doctor Strange had to do in Infinity War. 
Like he literally saw over 14 million ways that it would have played out. And like, no, like it, this shows how nobody, like, even like, even with, even something, like, even with something as selfless as like what he had to do, like nobody will understand it because this doctor was like, well, you know, you did that. I, because you did that. I didn't get to say to goodbye to my cats and my, I think my his, brother. Brother, his brother and like that. So like it, it kind of, I mean, that was a focal point for the movie too, because Wanda was like, I had to destroy vision and none of you don't talk to me about sacrifice because it was all for nothing. They eventually just ripped the stone out anyway. So like, and that's because he gave up the time stone. Yeah. But it's like, Maybe, maybe that's the metaphor is like no one knows the struggle he actually went through and he just needs to live with that. But like when they constantly ask him, are you happy? Of course the man's not happy. He he saved the world by dying. Mm-hmm. Actually, technically, he he did that a few times because Dormammu beat the shit out of him. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But like he constantly is dying and then he's just getting shit on for dying. I, I didn't like that. I didn't like how that sat because I feel like Doctor Strange would have been like, yo, fuck all you hoes. I've saved this multiverse so many goddamn times and you're all shitting on me? Like, no. And that mm. th- that's the only nitpick I have is like his character progression is based on him not being a dick anymore. And it's like you see in Spider-Man, he's really not. Well, well another thing I find out, uh, find weird too is like how did that, how did that doctor know that Doctor Strange was the one that did it. Like, who told the world that 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 that's what happened? Because nope, because that was on Titan. Like nobody, nobody besides like Iron Man well, and the Guardians was... of the Galaxy were there. Uh, I'm sure they came back. Or Spider Man and Spider Man too. Maybe Spider Man told them. Nebula. Nebula was there. Yeah, or either that or Tony. Either that or Tony Stark just told everybody when he got back. I mean, maybe maybe he did. He he might have because he yeah. felt a lot of moral obligations to the world. I I, I honestly yeah. would love to. I think that would be a pretty cool experience is watching someone tell the story because like you can still tell that people don't know they they're assuming they know what happened, but like even yeah. Yelena didn't know. Yelena thought Hawkeye killed Black Widow. So yeah. like you can kind of see that no one really knows. They just have general ideas, which might be from gossip. Maybe they don't know what happened. And now yeah. with Spider-Man, Spider-Man fucking up the universe, maybe they really, even if they did know what happened, now they really don't know what happened. Oh, that's true. And yeah, this is that, the that... only problem I have with this, right? And I love what they did. I love what they did with telling us you're in the 616 universe, right? That's where you are. Yeah. You're in 616 so everything that applies to 616, which is Fantastic Four, Reed Richards, you know, Sue Storm, everyone. Uh, it's the X-Men with Cyclops, Wolverine, um, Jubilee, all them. That's 616 universe. That's like the baseline universe for people who don't know. Yeah. So that's that's good. They pinpointed us. Flip that. That's something that is a huge positive for me. W- what I didn't like was in Spider-Man and Morbius, how you have no fucking clue what universe you're in. You have no idea who's yeah. in the universe. You have no idea well, what's going on. The only other time you hear six one six is in um, Far From Home. Yeah, but uh, at the end, Mysterio. you don't know what universe he's in. True, because I mean, because Mysterio's lying. 
at that moment when he says it. But he like, knew. Is, but he knew. That is weird that he knew, but he was lying. <laughs> was he lying? Maybe he does know. Maybe, well, yeah, I'm sure he. But, yeah, but that raises see, an eyebrow you see how, too. You see how the but, Sony the Sony stuff is fucking up the Marvel stuff a little bit. Yeah, like yeah. it's the Sony stuff is is making the Marvel stuff hard to follow. And I think yeah. if Sony just shut the fuck up for a minute and <laughs> stop making movies, they had they had their chance. They fumbled with Morbius. I think they fumbled with Spider Man No Way Home. I think it was cool. But at the end of the day, when you knit down to it, they fucked up the universe even more and made it like X-Men 2 where it's really confusing what's going on. Mm. Like, is Cyclops actually alive? Is Jean Grey really there? Like, what's going on here? But anyway, back to this movie. It was – they did a good job of letting <laughs> you know where you are, what the baseline is because you hop through a lot of multiverses. So they yep. do a very good job yep. of, of saying where you are, what you're affecting. Yeah. Um, I think Star – is America Nune or America Chavez's name? Uh, Star was really cool. She's going to be a part of the Marvels, so she yeah yeah she'll, she'll be very impactful. And this also lays the groundwork for Kang. This yes, is great. it does. This well, is great. there was one part where I thought I thought Kang was going to you know get a small reveal. It's when he sees um, it's when he goes. It's when him and uh, his not girl go to go to um that universe that had a trans trans transversion, yeah, I think it was called. Like so he saw, sees, uh, I'll just call him the, what other people have been calling him the sinister strange. So the one that has the one that has the dark hold. Yeah. The one that he, so he's like the sinister strange is saying how that he lost and like he, he nothing he could do. And he tried Dr. Strange is asking, who did you, who, who defeated you? And he doesn't and he say, just, and he, just goes he doesn't on. say who I thought that was, I was like, Oh, I was like, was that Kang? So Maybe? yes, that is Kang because you could tell he left the world in ruins, which means Kang conquered that world. Um, mm. And instead, so in the comics, what happens is like in other, you know, <coughs> if Kang's going to win, they just destroy it. So, and that's a Reed Richards. Yeah. Thing. So that was kind of cool. But like, I think this is setting up now, where America Chavez and I don't know who they're going to use, but I have a feeling she's going to have to multiverse hop. And that's where you're going to get Miles Morales. That's where you're going to get spider Gwen, Mm. you know, and that's where you're going to get other versions of these characters. Like instead of uh, Thor, Jane Foster will be a really good fill in here. You know, you're going to get all that shit that you wanted. Um, and that's how they'll give it to you and then take it right away to get back to what they're talking, their main storyline is. I, I am yeah. very excited. I, I think it, the rumors now are swirling for Zach Efron as Wolverine. Yep, let's do it. Mm. Um, the rumors are, are now going on the Fantastic Four, Jason Siegel as the thing. Uh, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> like, I think that would be such a cool movie. But I don't think we're gonna get any of it, to be honest. I don't. I don't know. I don't think it, the universe is gonna. La- Marvel's gonna last much longer. They, they're putting this out for as long as they possibly can. Like I think this stuff they did, especially with the Illuminati, which I think people are having people are having gripes with that because of like how quickly they were killed off. But one thing that these people got to remember is that um, that was another universe. 
Yep. Like there's still the chance for the Illuminati <clears throat> for the and it's in the cards too, you know, for the Fantastic Four, for the X-Men to exist in uh uh 616. Yep. Well, that was the, the thing, right? It's like they they do exist. We know they exist in 616. It's just a, it's just a matter of when is all. I think too it's it's uh So I don't think it's so much a matter of when. I think that was some let's put it this way. Someone bought Avengers Tower when Tony Stark died. A lot of people were saying Oscorp. Mm. I think it's the Baxter building. It's going to be called the Baxter building. And I think that's where we're going to get the Fantastic Four. The the when is over. I think it's coming within the next year. I think it's it's what's done is done. There's a reason why we don't have the playlist, air quote, for Marvel's next year's movie releases. Or yeah. it's a broken release, I should say. We only have up till Black Panther 2. I'm telling you it's done. They were waiting for Quiet Place 2 to be finished. Emily Blount had a, a, a an engagement with Marvel or with Disney. That's done now. She did Mary Poppins. She did the Steamboat Ride, whatever the fuck it was. That's yeah. done. Whoever's – I think they're having a hard time with the Human Torch. Whoever the Human Torch – there's Daniel Radcliffe, Zac Efron, and there was one more guy in the mix – Whatever they're doing there, I, I think that's probably the only thing that's held this up. That well, that and uh, they just lost the director, so which, they got to figure that out. Which happens often, right? Yeah, I, I'm not worried about that. Honestly, like finding a director isn't hard for Marvel because everything's already kind of everything's done. Yeah, you, you're either on board with it or you're fucking not. And honestly, if Krasinski's the guy, there you go. Just let Krasinski direct it. You could. You could just do that. Yeah, I mean, the my the only reason we haven't gotten the X-Men is because they're letting the X-Men cool off. <coughs> because the X-Men did a lot. Like, it, no matter what anyone says, the X-Men were all over the place. Let them cool off, and I love that they're letting them cool off. Because the Phoenix sucked. And the Phoenix mm. came out, and no one wanted to watch X-Men anymore. So let them cool off a little bit. Cast them right. Let it cool off. Because you can't just roll out the X-Men. Hugh Jackman changed the game. No matter what anyone yeah. says about the franchise or whatever, Hugh Jackman changed the fucking game. Um, so l- let the X-Men figure themselves out. The Fantastic Four, I think are, it's done. It's been done for a while. They're just working on schedules. And, and the movie's done. The The script is done. The director quit probably because it was taking forever. It's <laughs> It's been in the process for four years. So... Yeah. It, since spider-man 2 it's been done like so it, it's probably yeah i think we're we're heading in the right direction if you want to see all that and strange really opens the door for it and yeah. to be honest the strange movie was good if you haven't even seen morbius if you haven't seen spider-man you can you can pick up strange the only reason i'm telling people to watch spider-man before seeing strange is because it, it explains the rules a little bit as to why like Doctor Strange can't stay in another multiverse, right? They they kind of yeah. go over it like you're gonna rift the time continuum, whatever. It, yeah, but Strange already told Spider Man like Strange knows the rules. The longer he's in a multiverse, the worse shape it's gonna be in, and then they'll all converge, right? Mm. So he knows the rules because we already heard the rules. Uh, Spider Man is nice on its own. Strange is nice on its own. You don't need to see Eternals to see Strange. 
You nope. don't need to see, you know, Endgame to see Strange, although it would help. Um, you don't really need to see it. Yeah. I think you you really need to see WandaVision. Yes, you do. Unfortunately, yep. you have to sit through the first three episodes of bullshit. Yep. Um, and then the last three episodes really lay the foundation as to where Wanda's at. Yep. And I think you need to see Loki. Uh, if you haven't yes. seen Loki, then the whole the whole plot as to where they're going as a whole won't make sense to you. you yeah. If you see Loki, you'll understand like, okay, so now America was brought in because that's how they're going to time hop and keep up with Kang. They're going to use America. And then Kang will fully be introduced as a full-fledged heel come Ant-Man. Yes. And then, then, yep. then the gloves are off, right? So you got to wait. What is it? Two more movies. You got to go through Love and Thunder, which is going to explain multiverse even more because you're going to get uh, Jane uh, Foster, the Mighty Thor. Yep. And you're going to get uh, you might you might get Beta Ray Bill in there. So like, that's going to explain it a little more. But like, then Ant Man's going to blow it open, and then Black Panther's going to be an homage to Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, right, rightfully so. But they still haven't released what's happening next year. And that's not Marvel-like. Marvel tells well, you what's happening two or three years in advance. They haven't released it. The only ones I know next year... Well, there's three. they got three movies next year. 2024 is the one where I don't know what they got going on. They got three movies next year. What is it? Guardians? They have Guardians, the Marvels, and Ant-Man. I thought Ant-Man next was... Year. This, is it early next year? Yeah, so, so Ant-Man, Ant-Man and the Marvels switched places so ant-man is coming out before the marvels i really hope the marvels doesn't happen i hope they they squash that that movie's gonna be just so bad um but yeah yeah and then there there won't be any more avengers movies right just won't be. so ant-man's gonna be about as close as we get to an avengers movie and i think that's gonna be them fighting kang for like two and a half hours yep and we'll see what happens, but Strange has laid really solid foundations. I mean, we said it before. Strange, Strange is going to make or break the cinematic universe as far as going to the movie theaters. Simple as that. Yeah, because you, as much as I want them to release everything straight to Disney Plus, you just can't sustain that financially as a company. No, unfortunately. Um, but in the meantime, too, you get Daredevil. You know, you're going to get a Loki season two. You're going to get a bunch of other things straight to Disney Plus that's going to tie in. They just need to pay. They just need to pay off some of this stuff a little better. That's the only thing is like I sat through WandaVision week to week and I hate myself for it. I really I, I wish they would just like do what Netflix did. Release the stuff all up front. We're all going to watch it, right? Like we're right. all going to binge watch it. And if we watch it at a buddy's house or whatever, like Moon Knight, I just finished Moon Knight. There's no reason why that couldn't have been released all at once. There's no reason. And it would have hit a lot better, like a really long movie that I could have taken breaks from. I I, I think if you do that, the hype starts to come back. It kind of loses its steam when you do the the week to week. Yeah. Like, you got to think too, like part of whether they want to admit it or not. Netflix is Daredevil, Netflix is Punisher, all that shit. You binge watched that going into a long weekend of, of Marvel movies. Like I think it was Daredevil came out right before Civil War. <laughs> and you just you got hyped up. You're like, all right, 
let's watch Daredevil. And now we're going into more Marvel content. It just yeah. sucks that we're not getting as much content as we did before. And there's so much that they're showing us, you know, and strange, strange made it even more obvious. Like strange showed you, Hey, we're paying attention to the fantastic four and we have X-Men and we got, uh, God, I can't remember their name now. Black Bolt and his band of flunkies out in space. Um, yeah. Uh, the inhuman. Yeah. The inhumans. inhumans. Yeah. It's like, Oh, we got, we got all this going on and it's like, okay, but here's, you know, here's Kamala Khan. Ah, uh, yeah. Which I'm looking forward to because Miss Marvel is actually a cool character. But like, yeah, yeah. but to your point, oh, like I want to see Fantastic Four. God damn it! <laughs> like I want to yeah, see, yeah, yeah. I want to see Daredevil again. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I get what they're trying to do, but like, stay faithful to some of us who stay faithful to you when you you were pumping out fucking. Yeah. Iron Man 3 and well, Thor 2. I, another reason why I think I like this Doctor Strange so much is, you know, the uh, getting back to the movie really quick. All right. So yeah. another, surpri- another surprising thing for me, too, was the violence in this. You know, it wasn't it wasn't over the top, like, you know, like like uncomfortable, uh, you know, like blood and guts and all that. But. It was surprising for a for a Disney owned Marvel Studios. Like there was, I was surprised. Like like Black Black Bolt got it bad. I was gonna say I was a little uncomfortable with Black Bolt. That one was a surprise. Did <laughs> his did his mouth disappears like he's in the Matrix? Yeah, and he, he got his brain just. I was he like, he set the tone. He definitely that, set the tone. That was a gas gas for me when watching that movie. I was like, whoa. <laughs> I was I I think Black Bolt was tough, but like Reed Richards was kinda tough. Uh that one, yeah, it turned into like string cheese. I just thought that whole <laughs> sequence was I'm not uh, gonna lie, it was a little Captain scary. Card, Captain Carter got sliced in half. The whole Captain Carter thing sucked. I liked Captain Carter in the what if. And the way they just did that was yeah. so lazy. Is like, I could do this all day. Where have I heard that from before? Like, yeah. you couldn't have come up with something a little more original or like just change what she said there. Yeah. I don't know. That made me vomit my mouth. I was like, this is fucking <laughs> terrible. But like, it was cool to see it. I mean, I just, to some people's point, I, I think we were kind of cheated in the sense that we didn't get a lot of screen time with them, but. It it yeah. Wanda was pissed. <laughs> Wanda was done. Yeah. I, so I, I think I think that the job that the job of that scene was showcasing. I think you know you make the acknowledgement that these characters can exist in the timeline that that we know. But the the point of this was to show that <laughs> you don't mess with Wanda. That's that yeah, was the point of it. I the end. The end of the movie when Wanda is like face to face with Wanda and her children. This part let me down. Didn't bother me. I was okay with how it ended, right? Yeah. But you teased the kids, right? You teased that they're special. You teased in the show that these kids have powers. I wanted Wanda, Scarlet Witch Wanda, to knock out Wanda, Homemaker Mama Wanda. 
um, like knock her out. And then I wanted the kids to snap out of it and like turn into Wiccan in speed and beat the ever living shit out of her. Mm. I thought that would have been so cool. And then she strikes them down and then Mama Wanda turns into pissed off Wanda and take steps in. I thought that would have been so cool. Or Uncle Pietro shows up. That would have been dope. But the way they ended it was very Sam Raimi, very nope, we're gonna keep we're gonna keep it a mental game. Um mm-hmm. and like a self-awareness game because it, it kind of had the spider-man 2 vibe right from back in the day where like she snaps out of it kind of like doc ock did and was like i'll, I'll set everything right I'll, I'll i'm sorry yeah, like like i'm not a monster like kind of thing yeah. yeah and like yeah. you know she's not dead right like we know the thing collapsed on her and you see the red thing and then she goes yeah and all that you know she's yeah. not dead but like Man, that was it. Was it, it was a solid nine out of ten ending, and the only way it could have been a ten out of ten was if he totally stepped out of his bubble and just forced those characters in there just for George Sergi out in the middle of bumfuck New England. Like that's it. That's the only way it would. <laughs> yeah. have it, it was really cool the way they ended it, um, and it was cool yeah. that Strange. It Strange showed the whole time he was paying attention to this girl by saying like, "Hey." Every time we needed to go somewhere in the multiverse, you brought us there. So even though you don't think you can control your powers, you actually can. It it, mm. it was dynamite. But Zombie Strange was the shit. Zombie that was Strange. that was cool. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck what you heard. It's what you're seeing, man. Zombie, Zombie Str- Strange. Zombie Strange. When I was like, well, the kids are not. The kids are not coming back for this one. <laughs> Zombie Strange was so badass. That was cool. Yeah, and uh, I I think. Dude, I like that. I like that line he dropped. She's, uh, I think it was America Chavez that asked, or or maybe it was maybe it was the no, it was maybe, uh, maybe, Christine. Maybe it was Christine. Yeah, he's like, oh, but don't you have to be in the other universe? Don't you have to be in the other universe to to do be the, alive the dream walk? To do the dream walk? He says, who says they have to be alive? Yeah. <laughs> and it, if I didn't see the trailer, that would have been the coolest callback ever. If the trailer didn't have Zombie Strange in it, I would have <laughs> never known what the fuck he was talking about um yeah but that's okay um there was another cool line too that it didn't hit me until the second time where i got chills and it was when strange and wanda were talking for the first time in like her apple orchard or whatever the fuck you want to call it um and he's like wanda be reasonable and then she's like i am being reasonable and if you don't turn her over she won't have to deal with wanda she'll have to deal with the scarlet witch it was just like damn yeah yeah. and and the first time you see it it's like oh where have i heard this before she told thanos you know i don't even know who you are you will and it's like okay she throws a few balls at him and runs away but man she she took it to she fucking wiped out comertage well then the my other favorite line was it is really subtle too but when but i i don't know like reed richards is just like oh black bolt can kill black bolt can take you out with like one uh, with just his voice, with, yeah, oh, just with just his with just his mouth, and Scarlet Witch, what mouth? She, uh, <laughs> so bad. That, that was like, awesome. I I don't know what you expect if you're watching this and you're gonna go see it or you're like teetering on seeing it. If you're expecting pow pow punching, it's in there. If you're expecting like a yeah. dramatic thriller, oh, it's in there. Horror, it's in there. CGI was hit or miss 
but it, I think that's because if you watch it in IMAX, I thought CGI, it looked great. The CGI in IMAX is phenomenal. It, it's definitely yeah. meant for IMAX. Um, but if you're in there for like <laughs> whatever you want, it's in there. The comedy isn't very funny because of yeah. how serious the tone of the movie. That's is. what I was. I was gonna say that, dude. I'm like the 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 the. The comedy factor usually in the MCU movies is usually up there, like quite a bit. Like you get some good laughs out of these. Not a lot in this, but I think it's you're right. It's because of the the, tone. the horror, the horror ish tones that they throw in there. I just so, hope that if they decide to do more, you could tell that that wasn't Sam Raimi, right? You could tell that was the script he was given, and he had yeah. to work with it because that's not Sam Raimi humor. Um. And I just know that from the movies I've seen of him. Like, I could just tell that didn't feel like Sam Raimi. If it was, then maybe he didn't, un, un, like, estimate yeah. how serious of a tone he was setting. But, like, the tone, the way it was shot, everything is totally Sam Raimi. And it was totally serious. And it was scary. And it was, and I say scary as a 33-year-old man watching a kid's movie. I was, there were times I was like, what the f- is going on? And I jumped out of my seat. <laughs> Like in the in the tunnel when she just pops him out of nowhere, like yo, scared the shit out of me. I ain't gonna lie. When she killed yeah. Xavier, scared the hell out of me. Um, yeah. <laughs> but like, I don't think Raimi wrote those words. But I hope he gets a, a shot at Strange Three, where he gets to write the words. Mm. Um, I think his words will be a lot better. Although his his moral character writing style is very cheesy so i i do hope he gets some help but like i hope he also feels a little more less handcuffed when it comes to comedy because that comedy wasn't it didn't feel like him it felt like yeah. whoever wrote this um wrote it in a style that was like kind of family friendly and this movie movie is not family friendly this movie was getting nervous laughs that's what yeah. it was getting <laughs> i think the only time i actually laughed was when uh they were talking about the pizza balls and how food is free. That's the only time I might have laughed. Or the uh, the notable Sam Raimi fashion, the Bruce Campbell cameo <laughs> was was funny. The end credit scene. That was fun. That was too. Yeah, the end credit scene yeah. was the shit. That that was good. I I didn't. Charlie's Theron in the mid credit scene showing up as Clea. Yeah, that I I I raised an eyebrow on that. They all, I had to. It's not too often that usually an MCU, like, after credits, like, you gotta, like, really look up, like, who the heck was that? Uh, for me, it was like that. I didn't know who that was. But I, what I thought was interesting was that she had, uh, where she cut where she cut a portal and where she came out of was uh, the Dark Dimension. Yeah. Which was interesting. And she said, and we gotta go. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> that means Dormammu, Dormam Daddy's back. Yeah, so that and I look. This is probably. I think this is like the next like love interest for Strange. Clea, uh, maybe. Yeah. I don't. I don't think Clea's going to so. be a very long winded appearance. I, I'd be shocked if she was even in the next one. Uh, we're we're diving into like the deep cuts of Marvel now. And but that's the thing is like we don't have to. Maybe I don't think not. we have to. Like America Chavez is not a character I was familiar with either. Uh, oh, I did like I did like who who played her. I thought she did a good job. Yeah, and I liked I liked America Chavez as a character. 
Um, yeah. I, I, I thought following along with, with her and Doctor Strange was good. Um, She's... So, like, America Chavez is a new character. There's a bunch of new characters within the last 10 or so years that uh, that Marvel's trying to bring <laughs> in because they had some success with their comic runs. Like, Miles Mor- everyone wants Miles Morales. They, they want Miles Morales almost as bad as they want Wolverine. So, like, yeah, I get, I get that. America Chavez isn't that. But... You know, she she's going to be huge in the modern version of telling the Kang story. My fear, and this is just my fear, is now we've got we've got deep cut characters, you've got mainstream characters. The next viable step is like a team up movie to fight Kang in all these different multiverses and dimensions and everything. And now you're going to have like Loki fighting alongside America Chavez. Or like Miss yeah. Marvel fighting with Sam Wilson, and it's it's just gonna get cluttered. Because if you don't bring in the Fantastic Four, then what are you doing? People are gonna stop watching because now you've shown it. Now you've shown your hand. You gotta you gotta bring in the Fantastic Four. Yeah, yeah. I, I just don't need to see that. I I need to see the Guardians and Thor. That's gonna be cool. I don't know if I really need to see some of these team ups that that they're setting up. I don't even really want to see Ant-Man again, to be honest. I I think Paul Rudd start to finish told every every ounce of that I, story. Dude, I I I this is what I want to see is I want to see Ant-Man get squashed by Kang. Dude, that's <laughs> which, that's what I want. Which I don't think <laughs> and, and and they've already said that Kang is the villain for Ant-Man. But yeah. like if if Ant-Man beats Kang, it's going to be a small win. And he's yeah. again gonna be like a, an NPC into telling the bigger story, which like is fine. But like Ant Man really isn't doing anything. He's not Hank Pym, right? Hank Pym was vital in Age of Ultron, which they yeah. found a way to sidestep. He was vital. He's vital in beating Kang because he helps send back the Illuminati. Sends Spider Man and Wolverine back in time to kill Kang. So like, but Hank Pym isn't here anymore, and Scott Lang is just kind of a goofy crook. Like, yeah, it just doesn't fit anymore. I, I hope they lean off of it. It sounds like they want to give the suit to his daughter, but I don't know if they're ready to cut ties with Evangeline Lilly just yet. Yeah. So, because right. I think, I think the hopes of the A Force is still floating around in the, the ether. But back to this movie is it set the groundwork for all the bullshit we just talked about. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's you and I have said it three or four times on stream. It's a movie that would make or break the MCU and whether or not people cared anymore. And uh, the people have spoken at 87%. The people care. So, yeah, for sure. I just think if you're going to keep the people interested, these week to week Marvel shows got to fucking stop. They got to fucking stop. Because <sighs> I, I think, tell you tell me, have you, have you watched Moon Knight? Yeah, I finished it. Yep. You finished it? Did you finish it on Wednesday? I did, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't. It took me up until yeah. today to finish it. And yeah. like you and I used to go back and forth like Daredevil would be released on a, a Thursday and we'd be done by Sunday, you know? Like I just think that that's you're you're missing you're breaking yeah. a lot of the the nerdiness well, up. One thing I did though was so the episode before I saved 
Well, I didn't save it. I just didn't get around to it. But I, I, I watched that on the Tuesday. And then the Wednesday is when the last episode dropped. Right. And but that's that what I'm I, saying. Which I, which I like better. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. in a world filled with spoilers and, like, all this <clears throat> shit, if you miss one week, you, you could be fucked. They reveal stuff, too, you know. As, well, it, even if it's, like, not, like, the obvious, like, just any regular Joe Schmo online just reveal anything, even if it's not them – like the like the Disney Plus like or like you know like the Marvel Studios like like pages on like Facebook or Twitter or whatever they reveal stuff you know after a few days anyway. Yeah, I don't. I, I so like I if don't, you don't watch you don't watch it on the Wednesday Thursday you don't watch it before let's say that Saturday. Like you're gonna yeah. you're gonna find out something you know officially Even, or what or what have it you. It doesn't matter where either, right? Like. So you, I've I've seen you shut down your Facebook for a few days to prep for movies coming out, but like you log into TikTok, it's there. You go into YouTube, it's it's an advertisement, right? Anywhere yeah. you go, Twitter. I'm back in the Twitter sphere, and you go there, bro. They hold nothing back. Twitter is aggressively spoiler ridden. Um, like mm-hmm. now I remember why I dro- I dropped Twitter because of that, and now I'm like ugh. But like that's that was the cool part about like binge watching Daredevil is like if I could watch it all ASAP and no one would ruin it for me. Um, yeah. But here we are, yeah. you know. I, I I really hope that like Marvel does like a poll at the end of the year and is like, what did you like? What did you not like? And or, I mean, go or ahead. like try try the formula with a different show, like. Like, like you Kenobi, could, <laughs> yeah, like Kenobi. Like you could try it with that, and you know, maybe, maybe not Miss Marvel because I don't know if that's just a lesser known character or whatever. But I mean, try it with a try it with like something. Well, you know why they do it, right? Financially, they want everyone to keep their billings going, but also they do it so that uh, when award season comes around, instead of having a weekend where you've watched Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel lasted a month and a half. So it lasted yeah. about 10% of the year, a little more. So when award season comes around, people remember Miss Marvel. And, yeah. and the boys, that's why the boys don't release it anymore all on one day. You have to actually uh, wait the week to week. That That is so selfish and bullshit. Mm. I really hope one of these companies just says, fuck you. We're going back to the way it was because people liked it that way. Like, yeah. The award shows are fucking rigged anyway. Who cares? Like when Stranger Things comes out in a month or two, that's gonna be the funnest binge I've had in two years. Yeah, that's true. That's like that's the only that's like the only platform left that still does it is Netflix. Yeah, they're going away soon too. Yeah. R.I.P. Blockbuster. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I'm trying to think, did we miss anything in the movie? I mean. The movie is it, it literally is a straight plot point. It, it there is no real deviating. They didn't waste any of the two hours. It, it's no, not at all. I I think this. I think it was a good length. You know, um, I I I thought you know besides the only thing my my one big gripe about it is like not as many surprises as I think they kind of built it up to be. Um, yeah. I, I think they were. I think you know the way that this movie was built was just a whole lot of. I don't know if it was just me, but just a whole lot of appearances and you know uh, branches 
in the storyline and like that. So I, I think mean, we were spoiled with Spider Man, right? We we were kind of spoiled. Yeah, when maybe that's the case. But uh, but yeah, but John Krasinski and and uh, Patrick Stewart and this was was uh, were big were surprises. I mean, maybe not oh, so yeah. much Patrick Stewart because we heard his voice in the trailer, but uh, actually John Krasinski that was a big shock for me. The Krasinski, I literally, man. I, I didn't know, I did not know that. Like, I wondered. I'm like, okay, they're doing the Illuminati. I'm like, Mister Fantastic's got to be in there, right? Well, so and I'll, I'll say this too. I was in the theater. <laughs> And I was like, the Illuminati, I know the Illuminati is Stark, Banner, Reed, Strange, Professor Xavier, and there's like one or two more interchangeable characters. But those are the big five that are in the Illuminati, right? I was gung-ho when I saw Reed, and I was like, oh my god, are they going to bring back Downey? Are they going to do it? I was wondering that going in, and... I... They didn't because it's like, all right, we. I don't know how they would have done Iron Man unless they brought him back. They or weren't like, going to bring Iron Man back. Or just like to kill the him. Tom, the Tom Cruise theory was rolling around before movie time. I'm like, no, they won't do that. <laughs> I was so happy they didn't do that. I the last thing I ever want to see is Tom Cruise in the MCU. <laughs> I I just I would lose. I don't know why because I love the Mission Impossible movies. I just don't want to see him in the MCU ever like yeah um, he he i think he doesn't need to be no same with like he's got his own thing going (laughs) the only the only other thing i was willing to accept was if they brought miles teller and michael b jordan in because they were in the fantastic four i would have been okay with that or if they just said fuck you and brought chris evans in as the human torch i thought that was kind of funny but uh no the, the the appearances you're right i was kind of expecting a few more but then when I left, uh, my group of people I went with said, uh, we were, you were spoiled by Spider-Man. Don't, you just saw John Krasinski as Reed Richards. Like, isn't that enough? And it's like, yeah, you're kind of right. You're right. You're yeah. Right. All right. Yeah. That, that, yeah. That's a good point. The only thing I did have a question on with all of that, though, is Stephen Strange was Benedict Cumberbatch in all of those universes. Does that mean that Xavier is Patrick Stewart in our universe? They could do that, or I mean, they could go. They could always do the other, the other Charles Xavier if they wanted to. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is like, what do they you could. do? You recast Xavier? Or do you? Uh, I, another thing, I was I was bullshit about this, but I'm gonna let it slide because I get what they were trying to do. Is Monica Rambo is Captain Marvel? They still haven't given us Marvel, the guy, the alien in the suit and everything. Like, mm. like I just want to see it. I don't want to see it, uh, <laughs> but. Uh, the, what, the other thing, this is kind of a deep cut, but one of the major artists for Marvel died that weekend. Uh, George Perez died opening night. Uh, so that was like, mm, it would have been cool if they would have snuck in another George Perez character just Mm. for him, but it's crazy. The guy who did, uh, he, he basically helped found the infinity gauntlet storyline that, oh, wow. We know it now as Infinity War from the movies. He, he that was all him. Uh, and mm. he fucking he just I can't remember how he died, but he died Friday night. Oh wow, okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, so I mean, all in all, John, what would you give it? Uh yeah, this is up there for me in in the MCU. No, not too high. Uh, uh you know, but I think closer to the top than uh. 
than a lot of MCU ent- uh, entries. Um, I'm going to say probably, uh, this is where I'm, I, I might just go halfway. I, I, I think I'm going to do seven and a half out of 10. I think I'm going to do. Uh, I would give it an eight out of 10 for sure. Maybe a little higher if. Yeah. Uh, You know, I I can, I can always round up to eight. I can go eight. Yeah. I was thinking like maybe 8.5, but like, yeah, I think, I think, uh, because the lead up to this is two shows, um, and not, not for nothing. Scarlet Witch show came out a year ago, you know, it was a while ago. So like I watched the show and the Loki show in June, still eight months ago. It's like, can we work on the timelines a little bit? If those were, if this was all sequential, then maybe, maybe I'm like, I'm jacked up for it. But like, I think the pandemic is what is what is another nip in the nip in the butt too. Was that too? I think that, that put things on the, that put things further along the shelf. Definitely. So that we might've probably gotten it a lot sooner if not for that. You know, a lot of things, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm reading some of the negative comments on Rotten Tomatoes, and it just looks like these people aren't Marvel people. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, like, I, they call Wanda, they say after watching the movie, it's a slap in the face to anyone who dared invest themselves in the idea of Wanda as anything more than a disposable commodity for all these years. I mean, that if you're saying that, then... Hey, you don't know who the Scarlet Witch is. The Scarlet Witch is not a good person. Like yeah. Wanda is not a, a white character. She is a gray, gray like the Phoenix. You know. Yeah. And I well, thought I, if if I you want to her... compare real quick, if you want to compare the Phoenix and how they did her going heel versus Wanda going heel, I think the Wanda going heel is so much darker and po- more powerful. And I thought it hit on everything. I think Wanda's character arc is really good. You know, she lost a brother in Age of Ultron. She lost her husband, you know, essentially in Infinity War. Uh, and she, like, kind of got him back in WandaVision, but that's only because then, then like, she did right that. away. And no kids. Like, she she can't have the kids that she wants. Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, this, I mean, this, your this, point, she, she's like broken Thor. Right. Well, and and what well, we were surprised, like I was surprised that she was the vis- the villain in this, but all roads have have led to her being a villain. I think, in my mind, I look at her like I look at Loki. Right, Loki was fine. He was mischievous, and then you started taking <clears throat> stuff away from his his livelihood. Right, like you took away his his parents. And then he he tries to manipulate. He didn't want to kill anyone. He just tried to manipulate the situation and become king himself, so that he got he felt he got a fair shake. And then you take away his mom, right? Then you take away his dad, and then then you have to have him fight his sister, who's killing everyone. So like, in a way, she she runs as one of the Asgardian brothers, but her her culmination to being a full villain. I thought was so cool. I thought it was so cool. So to say that her storyline is a useless commodity means a, you don't know that Wanda Maximoff is not a good person. She's a terrible person. Um, Mm. 
And B, to not just recognize the the way that Sam Raimi broke the shit out of her as beautiful. Yeah. Like, she was the most... Let's be real, John. No one no one was beating her in a 1v1. Not a single person. No. Nope, nope. Strange wasn't oh, doing it. Captain Marvel tried. <laughs> See ya. You know, like... Squashed everybody. No one was beating her in a 1v1. And arguably, I don't even know if Thanos beats her with, with the stones. So, like, what... Yeah. How can... Calling her a useless commodity just means you didn't you didn't pay attention to what, like you said, they 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 broke a very powerful gr- white character, made her black, and she's been kind of teetering. If you yeah. watch, if you she, watch the show, she was teetering. She's been having things holding her back, you know, her entire character arc, you know. But this time, you know, she has she doesn't have anything. Nothing to hold her back from doing what she what she does in this movie. So the glo- that's why the gloves are off for her, and why she just goes on a rampage. Yeah, and I I think yeah. So I, for that to be a complaint is that's the that's silly to me. That's stupid. If, if you're looking at the critics' reviews, man, they they just don't know. <clears throat> yeah, like Doctor Strange is a, is more of an over the top spectacle than it is heart. No, no, it's about a woman who can't be with her kids or her husband, and she wants to go to a different multiverse to be with them, but at and at the cost of destroying the universes and killing everyone. And Doctor Strange has to figure out how to do it without losing himself, you know, yeah. at, at the at the cost of losing himself. And, and I just thought it was like, man. If you like, if you have things like that to say, I just don't think you you know the characters, and you just don't like the way they're going. It's the same with Star Wars, right? People don't like the prequels. They're like, ah, the prequels don't make sense. Where's Luke Skywalker? It's like, okay, well, then it's just not for you. But like, to to say it's an F because you think that they threw Wando away is the you didn't see the movie. You saw five minutes of it. You didn't see the movie. No, or you or you didn't see any of everything leading up to this movie. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know? I, I'll I'll be the first to admit. I think the Scarlet Wandavision terrible, awful. But you do need to see it to know that Wanda is full broken. Like not even yeah. not even a shred of Wanda Maximoff is left. And that's why they try to show you that too with the Xavier going in her head and Wanda's in like uh in her bombshell apartment from when she was a kid. She's she's trapped. Yeah, because she's not there anymore. It's all Scarlet Witch, which was dope. I I would give it an eight. Again, if the shows were closer, Loki and Scarlet Witch, I'm probably leaning more towards an eight five because I thought they did such a good job. I just could I couldn't sit through the fucking shows again. Um, yeah, but yeah, no, I I hope Benedict wants to play Strange for ten more years, and I hope they let him. I think he's he is Doctor Strange. He's dope. He is. I think Doctor Strange is going to be is going to be the guy holding this saga together. See, I think you're yeah. wrong, but I won't. I won't voice my opinions just yet. I think Strange is Strange he's is vital. Just, he he's starting to introduce you to what it's going to be. I think, I I I think Sam Wilson's going to be the one who carries you through this, and I think Sam Wilson and Bucky Barnes and James Rogers are going to be the ones that everyone looks at and is like. Okay, the big three. 
and uh, and maybe Jane Foster, but I don't think Jane. Fo- I don't think Natalie Portman's going to want to do this for more than two or three movies. Yeah. But, so I think it's I think it's going to be the boys who carry you through, um, and I think it's going to be if it is what I think it's going to be. I I think we're in for a fucking amazing ride. So we'll see. All right. Yeah. We'll see what they never know what Marvel's got planned. I mean, you do, but you don't. <laughs> Doctor Strange has me in. I'm still in. Uh, I, this was the yeah. make it or break it for me. I'm still in. What do you got next? Yeah. I don't. I don't know what yeah. they're doing next. I think next is Love and Thunder, right? Yes. So, yep. Let's go. Yeah. And that's for sure going to be a hit. Taika Waititi is the best oh, thing definitely. happened in Marvel since fucking Joss Whedon. Taika Waititi is amazing. Yeah. Let, let's go. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's our thoughts on. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, be sure to let us know what you thought of the movie. I'll uh, actually definitely let us know because it yeah. seems to it seems to be like a divided thing, which I'm like still still kind of processing as to why. Um, yeah, that's this premiere episode of You Can't Beat the Classics. Might have another one. I don't know yet, but the next Marvel one will be Thor: Love and Thunder. Yeah. If we have if we have another one in between, if we have another premiere episode in between that, great. Uh, but we'll see. But, Take it uh, easy, everyone. I'll end it there. Uh, we'll see you guys next time.